the Leash Today Talking Sport podcast, brought to you in association with Booth Concrete. Booth Concrete provide high-quality concrete products to Leash and the surrounding counties. Thinking concrete, think Booth Concrete. When quality matters. Okay, hello and welcome to the latest Leash Today Talking Sport episode. This is a preview episode of this weekend's Talchon Cup semi-final between Leash and Down, which takes place in Croke Park at 4pm on Sunday. Now, myself and Alan are going to preview the, the game later in this particular show. But first of all, we're going to hear from Leash footballer Robbie Piggott, who spoke to us during the week. ...by Robbie Piggott, Leash footballer uh, Robbie Piggott. Uh, Robbie, you were at the press day for the Talchon Cup semi-final in Croke Park today. How, how did you get on? Were you peppered with interviews and photographs and stuff like that well Stephen how's form um, yeah listen it was, it was up there just the usual crack I suppose a couple of interviews and uh, and photos um, so I was kind of wasn't too bad as in and out in an hour ah, okay. yeah they didn't hit you with any tough ones or anything not that I'm going I'm not going to, to screw you here or anything but they didn't hit you with any real tough ones or anything no no, not, not not that I remember anyways. Uh wasn't too, wasn't too bad. I think I got OJ Yeah, the the awfully chairman Michael Dignan says if you can't trust the lad to answer a few stupid questions from a journalist, how can you trust him in Croke Park? So I think that uh, yeah. I think it fairly sums it up. You're probably like uh, you're up there today, Croke Park is empty today and that like it's a it probably it probably sort of brings it into focus very much. We're going to be there on Sunday in a, in a sort of a championship semi final, like um you're getting a sort of a look around the place today. Yeah, yeah, no, listen, it's, it's great to get up there. The pitch looks like it's in, uh, in savage condition, so it is. So uh, we're, we're really looking forward to, to getting out there Sunday. You know, preparation has been going fairly well, so we're, we're itching to go, yeah. yeah. How have you enjoyed the last couple of weeks? Like, because, you know, things weren't going wonderful towards the end of the league and the, the start of the championship, but like things have turned around. It must be, must be a nice buzz there the last two or three weeks. Yeah, no, listen, there's we definitely had a bit of a rocky start to the competition, no doubt. Um well, you know, we are after getting two good wins underneath our belts, away to Fermanagh and away to Limerick. Um, and and we'll definitely take great confidence from those games, you know. Um there's there's definitely a buzz in camp there at the moment. Boys are boys are walking in with Pepper in their step and uh they're they're, like I said, they're they're itching to go on this weekend, yeah. How how is your how yourself like your own body like? Is this is your fourth week in a row to go? Like, you, would you be feeling it, or is this what you like? Yeah, no. It's uh, maybe you might be able to tell me more why why they didn't do two weeks to the semi and two weeks to the final. It has been has been fairly flat out week on week on, but um, no. In fairness, the 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 management team have put a really good um plan in place this week in terms of our preparation and recovery which is which is massive um, and and you know the bodies are good there now so we're we're uh, ready to go yeah, yeah. and um, for yourself you didn't play last year so what was it like coming back in like I always find I just sort of it must the, the commitment is obviously huge so to be gone from it for a year and then come back like is it a bit of a shock to the system or, or what is it like coming back having been away for that length of time yeah, it it definitely is. Um, you know, even towards the start of the year, all the lads who kind of had niggles and so on uh, and and injuries were were lads who weren't involved last year. You know, and <laughs> um, losing out in a year of you know definitely or whatever uh, that standard. Um, so <clears throat> yeah, it definitely is definitely is a, a big step up getting trying to get back up to speed. You know, um, but uh, 
Yeah, yeah, and it's like I suppose obviously it was disappointing the league the way it fin- like I'm sure promotion from Division Four was an obvious enough target and that slipped away from me and then the Leinster Championship wasn't great. Yeah, no. Listen, the, the National League obviously was very disappointing, you know, and um, it's just very small margins, you know. Uh, I think we had the cost right down reach them that a draw would have got promoted, and then all of a sudden, <coughs> all of a sudden you're you're, you're saying it's you're saying it's a great year, you know, and um, you know like that we we went up the Sligo away the first game and they beat them and. Uh, they came out eventual winners and then likewise last I think the last bet loud um, and they were eventual winners yeah. so it's, it's just very small margins you know and um, I think the teams in Division 3 and 4 and even the latter half of Division 2 you know there's not that much in it um, and you know it's, it's a very young league squad you know the average age there now is 24, 25, 26 like it's been definitely been a period of transition you know and um, Obviously, a couple of big personalities leaving the dressing room, the likes of Jono and Ross and Eglin and so on. So, um, it's definitely been a period of transition for early football, yeah. yeah. And th- then, obviously, you're into the Talchon Cup. The, the, the Cavan one, who you're probably massive outsiders for that. O- awfully, like, you must have been thinking after Awfully came back the last couple of minutes that there's nothing that's going to go right this season for you. Yeah, that's it. Um, like, I think we're up whatever five points in the 67 minutes and likewise with the London game being up I think it was 10-2 or 10-3 and then letting them back into it and you know very disappointing and you know the management have been have been criticised for that and I suppose wrongly and you know that that's down to the players um, and we've we've uh, had a couple of meetings ourselves and we've really tried to prioritise and you know finishing games strong and, and, and we've done that against Fermanagh and Limerick um, so um, we'll be hoping for Sam on Sunday yeah. you, you mentioned sort of the management of being criticised and that do you pay like how does that sort of how do you pay notice to that is it on Twitter or forums or ourselves and on media and that do, are you paying attention to it? Do, how does it feed through what way do you consume it that this sort of criticism is taken on board yeah, and um, you know, we've a fairly tight group, you know, and it's actually even in the last couple of weeks I feel like the, the group has even, you know, got tighter and you know, yes, there's a lot lot of chat kinda, of, you know, and players do see see a good bit of it. But at the end of the day it is really kind of white noise, you know, when when it's when it comes to kinda of game there or whatever, like, you know, that all that crap kinda of is at the back of your head. And yeah. um, you know, big thing that I would be urging, you know, the people of Leash is to, you know, really try and get behind the team and, you know, get up the croak or support us. Um, you know, there was bigger numbers there the last day in Limerick, which was great to see. Um, and we'd be really hoping that, you know, people of Leash will get out and get, get behind us this yeah. Sunday. You know, they're, they're, uh, they're crying out for a bit of silverware. Obviously, the 2003 was the last time since the since we've brought home a bit of championship silverware and we're, we're in the semi-final here now but um, at the end of the day it's only an opportunity that's all it is yeah. you know, even Chris and Billy were speaking during the week about a couple of the all-earned finals that, that they had and played in and how yes it was an opportunity and, and, and they didn't take it and so that's all this is essentially an opportunity and uh, 
we need to we need to come out our guns uh, blade now on on Sunday. Do you, do you remember those two thousand those teams that Chris and Billy would have played on yourself, or were you too young? Yeah, no, I, I remember. Yeah, um, I think Joe Higgins would have been uh, my idol back then. He's got a class there. I remember. Yeah. Going out to the pitch and, and getting a couple of autographs off, off from uh, and a few other boys, yeah. And yeah. um, so even at that age, you were you was the cornerbacks that you were you were looking up to. Yeah, I was, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, I I really liked Joe Higgins for this, and he was he was top class, you know. Yeah, and just the, the, yeah, you said you mentioned a couple of meetings, the criticism and the management. You you feel that criticism management was over the top? It's unfair. Like obviously, you, you have great time for Billy and Chris by the sounds of it. Yeah, I know the fairness the sport, like um like I said, management included, like we're we're a real tight bunch. and um, you know, the the lads are doing for you. Um, you know, I think their their analysis of teams was an absolute top class. You know, every game we played this year, nothing um nothing that we, we saw um caught us on the hop. Obviously Barrett the Dublin game was a bit of an outlier, granted. Other than that, you know, we've been in every single game, and everything that was thrown at us, uh, you know, it was individual or whatever that week. And so, yeah, no, like I said, the, the lads are fully behind, fully behind the management. And there's like no lads have left the panel this year, really. And you see over and upley and kind of how that, how that affected that the team. We haven't had that, you know. There's been. There's been no departures, which has been brilliant. Yeah, so so then to hear sort of reports back at county board meetings, that does piss you off, obviously. Obviously. Yeah, yeah. Um, like, like I said, our main focus now is is on down this weekend. Like, there's there's no mention or talk about that, and yeah. um, it's just full focus on down. You know, and yeah. um, and that's that's our number one aim. Yeah. yeah. You you were involved in with the John Sugru years and you got a great buzz out of all you good good few trips up to Croke Park. Like you, you were playing obviously the day you won the Division Four League final. Like this is a chance sort of as you say to, to experience something a little bit like probably a step it's a step up from that even. But yet you, you have been involved that length of time, so I'm sure you've great memories from that time as well. Yeah, no, listen, there were absolutely great memories for the world. Um and, and we hope to make make a few more. And um, obviously, you know, um, that is, with, with the division four, definitely this is this is a step up. You know, Limerick and Fermanagh, Fermanagh getting promoted to Division Two. Limerick were Division Two this year. Down probably were only kicked football away from Division Two next year. And yeah. um, so, absolutely a step up. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, look, I want to wish you the very best of luck. I believe, uh, I believe it's you know getting hard for people to get train tickets and stuff like that. So that's always a good sign. Uh, I, ho- I, ho- yeah. I, hope, I hope the supporters do turn out. Um, in numbers on Sunday it is an opportunity there are, haven't been that many big days for Leash and Croke Park over the last few years and this is a semi-final of a national competition so mm-hmm. Robbie I want to thank you for your time and wish you the very best of luck hey, Thanks Stephen
suppose we had enough money that week I'd say to last them until Christmas we used to have this um, saying for us arse to Mickey arse to Mickey arse to Mickey <laughs> you do know that I played it right here yeah? I'm for not that old Stephen <laughs> <laughs> so I came up to Dunn's Film Station and I bought a 99 I got far Dunn's and I had the, the flake in all in <clears throat> so I said if I can't stop me just he'll never stop me and I have a 99 <laughs> so I was eating that coming along so then I got to it was gone so I had to buy another one in my release <laughs> it got me it got me far as so I, I regarded I was fairly safe from, from, from Balakala home alone. You're listening to the Talking Sport Podcast with Leash Today. So Alan, that was Robbie Pickett from Port Arrington, Leash Defender. Um, Robbie is no real stranger to Croke Park, having played there the last couple of years with Leash and Port Arlington. And he's a, a big game player who has been very impressive the past couple of weeks. So I enjoyed that chat with Robbie. He's a good character, um, you know, honest and straight uh, as he is on the pitch and, and was chatting about some of the issues there the past couple of weeks. But very proud to play for Leash and, you know, sees this as a huge opportunity to get to a national final in Croke Park. So look, uh, Alan, you had Neil Lockran of the Irish News on uh, during the week in a different episode. On the face of it, I'd be a bit concerned about this fixture. I think Leash might have maxed out. I think think they've had two very tough games over the last couple of weeks. They're going to the well again. Loud are the exact same. So, like, I listed mm. to him that loud blow hot and cold of a lot down, of young you guys. Or who are you, loud or down? Sorry, <laughs> down. Yeah, my fucking memory. I'm getting a bit doddery. <laughs> yeah, down, anyway. down, down. Uh, look, their season, in a lot of ways, their season's quite similar to our own. Obviously, they were in a higher division, but they would have been disappointed not to get promoted like we were. You know, they just the, missed out. They just missed they? out yeah. like we did. Um, they lost to Fermanagh and they lost to, to Cavan. Which they lost a really tight game to Fermanagh, didn't they? Yeah. yeah, which ultimately cost them, like losing to Wicklow cost us. Um, then in the first round of Ulster, or the quarterfinal, did a brilliant win over Donegal. over Donegal. Now Donegal were in disarray at the time. It's a um, Division One team against a Division Three team, exactly. really going on this season. Yeah, yeah, and a great win for them. But Armagh was a, a bridge a too far ball, for them. Yeah, or yeah, you know they lost by I think ten points that day. Um, we got hammered by Dublin, and then into the the Talton Cup, they, they were in a, a group with Waterford and Tipperary. They won those games. Ah, hammered comfortably them, yeah. enough. Lost to Meath in the last one. Seventeen um, wides is yeah, seventeen wides, yeah. and then um, to played Longford then in a preliminary quarter final, and I remember watching. I remember saying it to you afterwards, like Longford missed so many goal yeah. chances in the first half. Yeah. they showed the highlights on the Saturday game at the time, and then they actually did an analysis on the game afterwards, and there was even more goal chances yeah, that, yeah. that they missed, but they missed them and down survived. And yeah, it's a kind of bit like Leash, you know, yeah, and and even Leash against uh, Fermanagh goal chance that they didn't take and. Um, obviously against London with the, the last minute points. So the seasons are on a similar trajectory. Both teams are coming in um, off good wins. Uh, down would have been, I'd say down was outside against Gavin as we were against Limerick with the bookies, I would imagine. Possibly, I'd have to go back and check that. Mm. But they were definitely outsiders. Definitely like, yeah. outsiders. And they bet them by five points. Now they got the goal in... 68 yeah, or 68 minutes maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Seamus yeah. Malher was our free. Seamus Malher was definitely. Yeah. Mm. Management should ring Seamus and see what <laughs> uh, see what he met at him. Give, but, him, uh, give him the load yeah, out. Yeah. But um, like so, their seasons are quite similar. They're both now on upward trajectories, having been yeah. fluctuating up to that point. Um, so look, down definitely the favourites. They're massive favourites. Yeah. Hardly hard to, to figure that one that they'd be as hot favourites. Mm. Um. I suppose like Leash are the only Division Four team left. Yeah, that's fair enough. So if you're looking at it that way, like Mead were 
lower end of Division 2. Me- yeah, Mead stayed up in Division 2, but because Westmead had to go into the... Sam Maguire. Sam Maguire, and then Sligo got to a Connacht final, and mm-hmm. then Mead missed out. Um, was there some other team that... Kildare just hung on, wasn't it? Kildare just hung on, but Loud were, were due to be in a... Oh, yeah. In it because they got... They're in Division 2, sure. Yeah. There was different reasons. Look, I think a few of those things need to be ironed out with the whole thing, but someone said to me recently, someone who would keep an eye on it, but didn't really follow the GEA, and said... How 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 do you be in the Talchin Cup like you know? And someone else in our company just said it just be no good with sort <laughs> of there you know. And but 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 we're talking about you know that was obviously a very harsh sort of a. Comment. It's not like, true either. Really. No, it's not true. But it's it's sort of like a a simplistic version. Like the the, the stronger team goes into the top, the weaker teams go into the yeah. The Talchin Cup I think like. the the one issue is the provincials having such a bearing on it, like Sligo and um. They got hammered in in well they did they, they draw a clear actually sorry they, they, got ham- they, they got as big a beaten from Dublin as least did yeah yeah um so like putting them into it but then who were the other teams that went into it um Louth would have been there anyway wouldn't it true, Louth for true division true two. division Louth two came third in division yeah two. and like Louth were did Louth draw with Cork the they lost by two points by two and then points. lost by one point to Mayo Mayo and then mm. they got. Hammered by Kerry in Dublin. Yeah. Hammered by Kerry in Dublin. Yeah. yeah so, but I think a flaw of the Sam Maguire is that th- they're giving the pr- whatever about giving the provincial finalists entry into it, and I think that's too much. I think only the provincial champions. Winner. So, yeah. like, let's say Sligo got to their provincial final and then caused a shock. That's fair enough, letting them into it, but not getting to the provincial final because they beat London in New York. Yeah. Um. The other thing is the in the Sam Maguire, the provincial champions are seed one. The provincial losers are seed two, and then it goes by league positions. And the Tajan Cup team has to last year's Tajan Cup team has to be a fourth seed. So there's a few. Whereas I think the seedings for it should be done in your league positions because like Sligo ended up as a division or as a seed two team, and mm. the way it's done that the seed ones play seed twos in the last round. It's Sligo playing Dublin. Yeah. It Kerry playing Loud because they were provincial uh, champions. Had that been done in league positions, you'd probably have been looking at Dublin against Roscommon in the last game and Kildare against Sligo. Mm. You know, and that would have given Sligo a much better chance. Like the way it worked out with, in, with the, in the Talton Cup. Or, well. or like in the Talton Cup, mm. absolutely. And then in yeah, in the Loud group, Loud were seen as as the seed two team and they played Kerry in the last game. It would have been better had Mayo been the seed mm. two team going under under league finishing position. But the liar and that stuff out, I don't think you should get into it if you I don't think you should get into it if you lose your provincial if you lose final. your provincial final. Yeah. And the other thing, now the, the the round three games, there was fair drama last weekend. Mm. The word I never seen this word in GA coverage before is jeopardy. There's not enough jeopardy, um, <laughs> and we don't like three out teams out of four. But the but there's a reward. There though. is there is a better yeah. reward. The other reward I'd given to Sam Maguire is that they should have their home quarterfinals. So well, Kerry, yeah. Kerry should be in Killarney for yeah. a quarterfinal. That'd be some occasion. Mm. Mayo should be or Mayo didn't reach it, but. Donegal, they top their group. Yeah, no, that's only a preliminary. Derry top their Derry group. Derry top their group. Armagh yeah. top their Dublin. group. Dublin. Dublin. Now, would anyone fancy going to, to Derry for no. an Ireland quarter final? Or Athletic Grounds. Or Athletic Grounds, yeah. Um, and it's some occasion, mm. some. Because uh, bonus them for games are probably going to be put in Crow Park, are they? Probably put in Crow Park. Now, they probably will get 50,000, 60,000, two double headers or something. 
But still, let Dublin get their 50, 60,000 for, for their quarter final. Which they wouldn't get, but let probably wouldn't get. Yeah. But 20,000 in, yeah. in Armagh, 20,000 in Derry, 40,000 in Killarney. Killarney. Yeah. And what's wrong with it? Yeah. You know, and for the sense of occasion, and John R- or Paul Rouse had a great article in The Examiner. He's probably, uh, probably the best GA columnist is Paul Rouse. And he was going on about like the fanfare and the carnival atmosphere of big games in small towns. Mm. You can't beat it. You can't beat it. Whereas lost in Dublin, um, I still think they'll get four good quarterfinals. But oh, I think they will because they will look at the the way the teams coming through are going to be. You know, like they're, uh, they're all coming into a, from a good yeah, good, good space. I, I, I I'm going to Roscommon and Cork. Yeah, on you're Saturday. on your holidays. Yeah, <laughs> I'm on my holidays. I've I don't. I was trying to think. Have I ever been to a GA match at county level? It doesn't involve leash, and I'm not sure I have. Right. Yeah. For like you know that wasn't said there. I wasn't there because Leash were playing, playing afterwards okay, yeah, or whatever. Double header or anything. Yeah. I don't think I've ever right. gone. I actually love going to a match that I don't have that I'm not working at. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I remember one time being on my holidays in Kerry and I wanted to go to the Kerry County final. It was the club finals. It was in like the Maybank all the weekend. I think Doctor Crokes were playing Stacks and then the intermediate final. Gwail Tucked were playing. I don't know who the Gwail Talk were playing, but I just thought it would be a great day to spend in Kerry, but yeah. I could get nobody to go with me. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, I, I like I enjoy going to matches. I meant I was going to go to, to Loud and Kerry last weekend. But oh yeah, in the Moore Park, yeah. Yeah, David Clifford watch. Um, mm. but you know, I I enjoy going to matches. I was never in Parky, so I enjoy that one now. Yeah, I've never been yeah. in Parky Weave, so I think after that now I'll have been uh, I've been in Ennis. Yeah, the crowds the first time I was ever yeah. there was was last week in Limerick. I've been in Killarney. I was never in Killarney. Yeah, we Leash played Killarney under. Kerry. <laughs> yeah. Leash played Kerry under. Justin McNulty. I'd yeah, say. I think so. Yeah. Was the famous picture of Jamie, Jamie Kavanagh. Kavanagh. Yeah. yeah, that was that game. With Paul Galvin. Paul Galvin. Yeah. <laughs> Super. I wonder if it's still in the one. Still up there. Still there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, get a new one now. To be fair, they could <laughs> update it. Yeah, and then I've been. I've never been to Waterford. Okay, I was never in Waterford. I was no. never in Cork. I was never in Killarney. Yeah, yeah, so I, I'd have ticked off. I was never in Castlebar. No, never there either. I was never in Leitrim. Oh, I was there. I was never in Donegal. I was yeah. never in Clonus. No. Oh, no, no. I wasn't in Clonus either. Clonus. No. Yeah, I'd love to go to an Ulster final in Clonus. But I think my the, the numbers left now are getting smaller, getting smaller on the ground, yeah. so I'll have to pick yeah, a few uh, games uh, next uh, year. Uh, Ulster final in Clonus now would be on my bucket yeah, list. Yeah, it'd be nice, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, leash, leash and Down, that's serious fecking waffling <laughs> after going on. Croke Park Sunday, 4 o'clock. Downer massive hot favourites. Um, you had uh, Neil Lockran on. They're a grand team, I'm sure. I haven't seen enough of them. Obviously, uh, Laverty has got a greater buy-in from Kilcoode than previously. Uh, Oren Murdoch, this midfielder, he was on the under-20 team. They've won two of the last three Ulsters. I think Kildare beat them this year, didn't they? Was it Kildare that beat them? Kildare beat them this year. And was it Kildare beat them? Or yeah, because Sligo beat, Sligo beat Kerry. Mm. And then I think... Did Roscommon beat them two or three years ago in the All Ireland semi final? So yeah. they've won two of the last three Ulster champions. Kilku have won the last couple of Ulster clubs, not the most recent one, but prior to that, Kilku won two or three Ulster club championships. So football in down is in a healthy enough state, but their county team has been a bit of a basket case the last couple of years. Um, I remember Neil Lockran mentioned that league game that was under John Sugru. Leash were absolutely being destroyed in the first half and they came back. I think they brought Tony Kingston and Paul Begley on at half time that day and they won it. And then of course the relegation game that COVID year Mike Quirk was manager and Leash could have won that match. They missed an amount of chances, missed a penalty, missed a heap of chances and then the sort of the arse fell out of it late on. Of all the games they played that year under Quirk, that was probably the most winnable 
yeah. in Division 2 and in the Championship. Uh, and then I'm trying to think back to previous uh, previous games. They leashed down, of course. Haven't led in the Championship since 2009. Nine. Yeah, yeah. leashed. Yeah. Two knocked years in a row. Knocked leash out of the Championship two years in a row, yeah. 2008, 2009. And... Uh, 2008 was an absolute cracker in a Moor Park it I remember that it was Liam Kearns' last match mm. and Paddy Clancy got sent off he had a it was sort of an off the ball incident with, with some guy and the following year was the first year of Sean Dempsey and if Billy Sheehan thinks things are, are sort of in an unhealthy situation now the, the sure he was probably playing then I'd say I'd say he was would have been playing and Dempsey gave the most uh, incredible interview afterwards hitting out of the vile elements of Leafs supporters at the time and uh, it was uh, it was very pointed who he was given out about at the time. Um, and I never remember, remember it was, I forget, it was absolutely lashing rain. And he was doing the interview with the, with the rain beating off the, the umbrella. And obviously the comments were reported on afterwards. But there was, there was a vote. Some club proposed a vote of no confidence in Sean Dempsey. And I remember going around to the clubs. The clubs actually sort of had votes then whether they were going to... Go for or against, yeah. and he got he he, he had to go, he went in and addressed the county board meeting himself, John Mulligan. I can't remember who else was involved with them, and they went in and spoke at the county board meeting, and the vote then was held on whether it'd be kept on or not. I was can't remember the numbers of it, but they won, but not it wasn't mm. a landslide or anything. Um, and it said on, and the following year, then things improved fairly because it was a dreadful, desperate year. Like it was absolutely desperate year, two thousand and nine. Um, and 2010 things improved quite well and they were beaten after a replay by Mead in Tullamore and then they went and lost to Tipperary when they kicked a pint, the amount of wide mm. chances and uh, Tipperary were decent enough but Dempsey didn't get held on after it was from that. coming from where Leash were coming from yeah, at the time yeah. losing to Tipperary was, was so dreadful, as, dreadful yeah. like. and sure what followed in the years after then like okay things picked up a little bit under McNulty and were competitive for a couple of years. Yeah, sure. They got, the the they got the Division 2 final. They played a year in Division 1. A year in Division 1. Um, Beaten by Loudon, Longford and Leinster Championships, but had good All-Ireland qualifier runs. Yeah. And then... and then In both years, they were beaten by... The, I the Champions. Yeah, Dublin, Dublin beat, beat them in 12. By a goal. And Donegal beat them... Very narrowly up in Carrick and Shannon. In Carrick and Shannon, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I remember did we did. Byron, Byron and someone getting around on the sideline. That day, that game and that day in Donegal or against Donegal. Donegal. Yeah, that was hot and heavy. That yeah, was. I yeah. remember that. Jesus, like the was stuff it, that was going on. Yeah. Off was the that Rory Gallagher? I could have been. Yeah. Jimmy McGuinness was over Donegal, but Gallagher was his right hand man. Right man. I remember the stuff that was going on off the ball that day was just <laughs> horrific. Yeah. Like Donegal were like dogs. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, they yeah, yeah. were but just. They were champions at the time, and they got yeah. hammered afterwards by Mayo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they were like Leash could have beaten them that day, yeah. you know. Like it was uh, at the time Leash were playing like a really, really, really defensive type yeah. of <laughs> football, and the scoring was really yeah. low. And I think they got a goal and we had a goal chance right at the end, which would have either brought an extra time or something. And yeah. it's actually Mark Timms, I think, had it. And, uh, yeah, yeah, and he yeah. and he either kicked it wide or the keeper saved one or the other. But um, it's packed, packed. Yeah, um, Donegal huge crowd. Yeah, 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 yeah absolutely yeah. packed and. I remember it was fairly hot and heavy, but yeah, yeah no. In the in the years that followed, you're right. Like it, it didn't, you know. And, and since then, probably the best years were were the ones under John Sugru. John Sugru yeah. I I I reckon that John Sugru was the only manager of the past since Miko that sort of 
there was a lift around it, like a bit of a buzz came back to it, and they got they got a little bit they, they got a, an easy run to the Leinster final, but the, there was fair, the games against Carlo, like there was certain things outside his control that worked in his favour mm. that helped create the buzz again, and it was a fair connection with that team and the supporters. And I remember there was a big crowd up in Navin for the qualifier game that year, and they put in a they could have been hammered, <laughs> but 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 they weren't, and they hung in, and it was a really sort of a brave performance. Oh yeah, and Sugar did come back the following year. Yeah, and um, were hammered by Cork. Hammered by Cork, but they beat down and awfully. The little bit of Derry. a run, in the, or Derry and awfully, mm. the bit of a run in the qualifiers. Um, but, but isn't it a far better set up set up now? Where like, like back then, I remember like you'd beat a, a Derry or whatever or for Manor. I remember beating those teams, but ultimately you knew like the best you were going to do was get to a quarter final. Yeah, yeah, the very yeah. best. Yeah. Whereas now you actually have a tangible chance of, of winning, winning something. something. Yeah. Makes some difference. Makes, makes a some, massive makes incredible difference. difference. The other difference it makes is that that year, 2016, that's a different year. Leash were beaten by Clare in the first round of the qualifiers, second round of the qualifiers or whatever. And that was in the first or second of July. Mm. And the other final that year went to a replay between Mayo and Dublin. And it was played on the 1st of October. So you had all July, all August, all September, September. where the likes of Mayo and and Dublin were training and playing matches and just stretching further ahead of the likes of Leash. If Leash were to be beaten this weekend and Mayo and Dublin play in this year's all round final, there's only about four weeks in the difference. Yeah. So each of them then are having a more identical season. Mm. So it means that the chance to close the gap is there. Is, is, is there, yeah. especially then for you know, and it's the same. It's a more condensed season. So that that's great. Uh, so is the final of this then a week before the the All Ireland final? Is that the way it works out? It's it could be two weeks maybe before it. Yeah, yeah, well, the, fi- the final of this is the sixteenth. Yeah, there's a three week break after this weekend, isn't there? Yeah, yeah. Three, which is a, the, that's the one thing that could be improved. Had to go spreading it out a little yeah. bit better. And it's all got to do with scheduling and making mm-hmm. sure it has its own day, isn't that basically for the semi-finals? And now and the, book final. All the, way. the final doesn't have its own day. Oh, the final doesn't have its own day. Does no, it? it's it's before an All Ireland semi-final. Oh yeah. right, right. Okay, yeah. I'd have a standalone fixture. No, oh, it's I see. semi-final, and they've put Galway and and Mayo on RT one at the same time, which is. Damaging the Talchon Cup. Nobody yeah. will be watching the Talchon Cup with Galway and Mayo, Mayo playing in a packed Pier Stadium at the same time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, which, uh, fair is fair. They said they weren't doing that, and in the very first, <laughs> now if you play in a, if you play in a in a co- more games in a short space of time, that's going to it's happen. Going to happen, yeah. But there should be. They shouldn't be doing that anyway. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, look, you know. I hope there's nobody watching on telly anyway. Come on into the game. The <laughs> lads deserve it. They really do. Yeah. What they've done over the last couple of weeks, like we'd, as I said here previously, we'd about 50 people at yeah. Man, and that grew substantially in Limerick last week. And I hope, mm. again, and, and I know looking at the, the trains, my brother was looking at getting a train and um, it's hard to get one. Okay. So, yeah, yeah, so you'd hope there is going to be a good crowd walk. Yeah. Now, they will get lost in Croke Park. Yeah. But even a little bit of a buzz about a game. And... Maybe I'm imagining it, I don't know. But I do sense I've seen a lot of kids, or more kids than you usually would this week, around in Leash jerseys. Mm. Um, seen it on a couple of occasions now. Yeah. So I hope that's... Th- people are only dying to tap into oh. something. Get, you know, three weeks of a, three weeks of a build-up would be great. Brilliant. Um, yeah. Except you're on holidays. Our coverage could be <laughs> impacted. Our build-up <laughs> coverage... Uh, we po- or podcast from the beach, I'd say, yeah. <laughs> Have to get a repl- anyone wants to be a replacement, Alan, I'll go around Croke Park now on Sunday. <laughs> Recruit a few, a few lads. A few lads, yeah. Um, 
You're that. looking forward to Crow Park on Sunday. Yeah, I remember the kids were yeah. saying, yeah. You don't have to, yeah, you're going no. to. But sit. you're not allowed into the press. No, box. we're not allowed in. Yeah. And you're actually not. And people might laugh and say, oh, here he is going again. He's actually not allowed in. So explain The this owner now. of Leash today <laughs> is not allowed into the press area. And it's not because of anything I did. No, it's actually not for a change. Yeah. No, he didn't upset anybody. Crow Park uh, have a policy for, for these games where it's not like going up to the. Um, g- county grounds, and you go up and you show your pass, and you go in yeah. Crow Park. You actually actually have to apply and the start um, of the year. Yeah, and you get. We always look for two passes. Um, it's all they'll give us, and and they won't even give us two. They give us one and a half. Well, so there's two. There's two rankings of there's a, there's national accreditation, which allows you into any ground and into Croke Park, and then there's regional, which will set you into the the, the provincial grounds essentially, mm. and. When I look for two at the start of the year, no, you won't get them. Like the, they're, they're hard work now dealing with Croke Park on this. They're particularly hard work, but they only give you one. Yeah, and you. So I t- I put it in your name, and I take the other one because there's a sense that you'll be at more national league games. But th- th- those provincial ones, you don't even need a pass <laughs> in the vast majority of those places because you meet sound stewards uh, in most places who know where you're going exactly, and, what you're and doing, they know like, yeah. like that. This lad is arriving up here with a laptop an hour before the match. <laughs> On a f- uh, freezing cold, miserable, wet February or March day, he's wearing he's a jacket. Here. He's wearing whatever. Like he's not yeah. here for the good of his health. But no, no Croke Park. But anyway, so email Croke Park. So there was the big, big email out of all the games. What mm. needed to be done. So I emailed back, and I wasn't looking for you. I was looking for for another reporter to to help you with live blog a- and the coverage and that. And they came back, and I gave a link. It wasn't as if I was chancing it, like no. trying to get someone a free ticket. I gave Croke Park a link to the person's. All the articles they've done on Leash Today Social. I'm not chancing it yeah. here now. This this is one of our reporters. And uh, no, real short email back. Only national media accreditation would will be, be accepted. accepted. Which meant that if you were on holidays this week, I wouldn't be allowed You wouldn't in. be allowed in. You know? Now I do some kicking up a sink over that now. <laughs> to get an earful on, on the phone if that was the case. But as it is, listen, I don't really want to... <laughs> Because I want to bring the kids to it and uh, enjoy the day out <laughs> and stop at the pochi and still on the way home and all these things. But I still don't like being told that I'm not allowed in. But it is mad though. Uh, but but like they're they're look. It's a light. Some people, some places, if if they get a bit of a pa- power trip, um, like. I don't know. You fit about a hundred reporters in, in uh, the press and, area. And I Crow guarantee you, I'm going to go around and take pictures of lads. All the empty seats. Take pictures yeah, of all the empty seats. And I guarantee you, there'll be four or five fellas that'll be there and will not be media. Mm. They'll just be there. Yeah. And you'll wonder, how did he get in or yeah. how did she get in? And they won't, they'll just be there. And oh no, I, I also heard, I also heard that the Leinster Express, our competitors in Leash, get two national things. And we don't. We no, only get one. We only get one. No. I'd like them look, Leinster Express are around a good few years longer than us, fair fair enough. But I'd uh, I challenge them in Croke Park to measure the GA coverage uh one against the other mm. and see does do they deserve two double what we get? Yeah. And just the hoops they make you jump through. Yeah. I'd serious row with them before over What was that over before? I said it was the hurling. Oh the Joe McDonough Joe final was it? Yeah. The Joe McDonough final. They wouldn't give us two for that no. either. And eventually they came back late. Came back late in the day. And yeah. we, we were looking even to try and get I think Julie was taking pictures and we only literally wanted her to be able to access the, the room, the, the just upload the yeah. stuff and no. put letter in. No, no. It's you it's know? incredible. But like what you can do there now on Saturday is take a picture of all the empty seats in the press area because the like you know you can be smart well I know under under fierce pressure there there'll be serious interest and four competing counties and stuff like this. Oh, it's just incredible. It's just absolutely incredible. But anyway, 
Uh, uh, the team. Yeah. Would we expect any changes from the Limerick game? Obviously, a lot will depend on Trevor Collins, I would imagine. Um, my understanding is that he will be doing a, a Mark Timmons on it and having a fitness test as late as okay. as possible this week to try and determine whether it's a hamstring injury has um not not a serious one, but okay. enough that would it kept him out of the, the Limerick game. Alex Moan was absolutely outstanding against Limerick for a fellow who has played close to nothing, nothing this year, yeah. Um if Collins is fit, they'll have a decision to make, won't they? Or will they? I think you put Collins goes straight back yeah. in. I'm not necessarily saying he goes in for Alex Moen, but I think Collins has to start. He's your giant captain. Um, he's been full back all year. He's full back all year. But I'd only be starting him if he's absolutely 100% mm. right. Like a, a hamstring, and he didn't injure it in the Fermanagh match. It was a couple of nights afterwards in training. So there's your, your three or four days uh, less recovery time in that regard. So that's that. Look, as you said, Owen Lowry, Paul Kingston all went off with bits of injuries the James last Finn. day. James Finn. Um, and there's no, there's no recovery time No, There's no recovery there time there's, so. there's probably four or five fellas there That are going to be under pressure mm. But I'd say look They'll do everything yeah. that they can to get out the field And I, yeah. I'd be surprised if all I'd be surprised if the same 15 are not available Or you know that don't st- mm. start the game And do you know what it, It's kind of I said it here last week It's sort of working out nearly like the, the lads off the bench are making a savage impact, and, and, it, and it works. Like Kevin Sway and I, and I'd be a fan of his. Yeah. previous. I was surprised when he was dropped, but I can understand. But it's working the way it's they're yeah. doing. It. Yeah, yeah, they're getting the best out of both him and James Finn, um, for the last couple of weeks, um, and like Kevin ha- brought him, Sean O'Flynn, Dylan Kavanagh, Niall Corbett, they they all bring absolutely savage um energy to the whole thing when they come in when they come into the the field from the bench and that's what they've done in the last two games which has helped leash over the line so yeah I just think the big call is probably Trevor Collins and what way he comes through if he comes through you'd imagine he will go back into the team like obviously if you're looking up previous results and that and the two wins away there were two fine wins you know to beat Fermanagh away to beat Limerick away to back you know to back one result up with the other I said that that is the level I think this Leafs team should be at but it still takes fair going in knockout games to do it Leash could do with a really like this would be a big win in Croke Park. Someone like down, yeah. like you go back over all the years. I think since two thousand and five, Leash have played about twenty games in Croke Park. Now, generally, if you get to Croke Park, you're playing a bigger team yeah. or whatever, and you've they've played Dublin a few times. And like back in oh five oh six, we're in All Ireland quarterfinals mm. against Mayo and Armagh and, and and teams like that. Dublin then beat beat them in twelve in a quarter final, but if you think about it. The last really big win, really significant win, where Leash went to Croke Park and might not necessarily have been expected to win, or or just about, would be I'd say two thousand and five. You know when the beat, the beat arm, the beat Derry in a qualifier. They're probably favourites for that. The beat the hammered Kildare. The beat Offaly's teams mm. really around it. Like in, in John Sugu's year, they beat Carlo twice. You know, yeah. and it's still Carlo. It was great at the time. Yeah, but, but they would have been expected like to win it. it would like, absolutely yeah. have been expected to win it in 07, I think to beat Wexford. You know, so they're the only three wins they've had in Croke Park in all that time. Mm. So for this group of Leash players to go to Croke Park in a semi-final of a competition and beat down, who are definitely a level up than Leash, yep. would be a huge achievement. Oh God, it would, and and I think that it would. What they've done over the last couple of weeks has been brilliant, and it's been very enjoyable. And they've come up against definitely the Fermanagh game. They were against all the odds there, and they 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 played well and deserved to win. Um, Limerick also they were probably against the odds but maybe less so we kind of 
fancy that they might be able to do something. This is a tough, tough game. Now, these are, these are at the start, you said Meade, Cavan, Down were the, the three standout teams in this competition. So, Leash, if they're if they beat them, it'll be a brilliant, brilliant victory. Yeah, right. Really we'll we'll be in Croke Park on Sunday. Do you think Leash will win, or what's your view on it? Um, I get it wrong all the time, so I'll say no, they won't. <laughs> <laughs> I did it. Should I be wrong the whole time? You're the one who's right. Yeah. I I think uh, yeah, no, I no, they won't. No, going for Leash, Leash win. Okay, I'm not going for Leash win. Either. Oh no, <laughs> oh no, no, no. And and have listened to to Neil Lockran. I think that down can be a little bit hot and cold. It can mm. be a bit flaky. It's definitely not going to be six to one on like they are. No, like I, 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 oh, I think Leash are a good bet. Yeah, I, d- I would have down as favourites, and I'd have them maybe five to two or three to one on favourites. But I think, I think they, they are favourites, mm. and I think Leash have gone to the well a lot in the last couple of weeks, and they did cough up goal chances. They coughed up a load of goal chances against uh, Limerick. They coughed up a couple against Fermanagh. We've always been banging on about that, like the concession of goals. Now that was their first clean sheet since the Sligo game, the last week. But they didn't really solve the, the solve the problem. You know, we we could have been talking about a score in a three fourteen to one fourteen, and again we'd we'd have been saying, that, you know, the the goals again. You're talking about two fifteen against or two twelve against London, and um, obviously the two twenty against Cavan, and then three fourteen against Limerick. If it had turned out like that, it didn't. But they still didn't fully address the issue. And Croke Park will be an unforgiving enough type mm. of place. Down have they're young and pacey. Now they will get everyone back. They'll be and they'll be very organised, and that's the whole kill coup thing. They'll be hard to break down. Um but still they scored one seventeen or so against Cavan at the weekend. So they are and Leash have come up against that now in the last two games with both Limerick and Fermanagh being that way. I'd be the, I have the sense that Down are a level up on that. Yeah. So that that's no. Well, you think if Down get the opportunities Limerick got, they'll take more of them than Limerick. You did. would think, but like you're looking at their team sheet, like this Oren Murdoch midfield is mm. supposed to be very good. Eugene Brannigan is a great player. This Pat Havern is a long serving yeah. Down player. Ryan the Johnsons, they're all Kilku. Ryan Johnson, decent players, but they're not Ryan O'Neill or they're not Aidan O'Shea or they're not Shane McGuigan from Derry. No, they're a little bit above Leash, and if they blow cold on Sunday and Leash blow hot, then it it it, it absolutely turns in Leash's favour, but. I just think they might have gone to the well too often. They still need to f- properly address the the, cons- the 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 chances they're giving away, and uh, so I'd be a little bit worried. But again, like all the games, I hope it gets down to the last ten minutes that Leash have a chance. And after that, I don't think he can ask for a whole lot more. No. The Leash Today Talking Sport Podcast. Brought to you in association with Booth Concrete. Booth Concrete provide high quality concrete products to Leash and the surrounding counties. Thinking concrete, think Booth Concrete. When quality matters.